On today's show, we have Norma Baker Flying Horse. She's a fashion designer whose designs have been seen at the Grammys, the Oscars. You'll hear how she's started off designing powwow outfits for friends and family, to having dresses seen all over the world, and just recently, her own show in Paris. Welcome to Powwow Life. This is our show for March 18th, 2019. I'm your host, Paul Gatter. Welcome. Hello, and thanks again for being here for another episode of Powwow Life, the podcast from powwows.com. Powwows.com is your place to explore native culture through dancing, singing, videos, live streaming, photos, and more. And we welcome everybody here, anybody who wants to learn more about Native American culture. This is your place. This week's episode features a really great interview with Norma Baker Flying Horse. She's the designer behind Red Berry Woman, and her dresses are amazing. She has some incredible designs she's done. And you're going to hear her story, talk about how she designs powwow outfits. She's then started doing more and more, um, how she got her first dress that was on the Oscars. She recently designed a dress for our contributor, Corinne, who wore her dress to the Grammys. And then she got invited to do a show in Paris. It's a great story, and I I know you're going to enjoy it. Um, Make sure you go check out the show notes and see some of her dresses. They're uh, amazing. Um, I've already got uh, got a shirt, and I'm sending it to her. Hopefully, I I can't wait to get it back and see uh, what she comes up with for me. You can find links to all the things we talk about on today's show at www.powwows.com slash powwowlife21. And while you're there, make sure you enter our contest for this week's episode, where we're going to be giving away all three editions of our powwow coloring book. There's some awesome designs in there. You will be able to bring all those designs to life with your own colors. So head on over to www.powwows.com slash powwowlife21 and enter to win. Powwow season is kicking into high gear now, so make sure you check out our calendar Stay up to date with all the recent postings and all the changes. www.powwows.com slash calendar. We definitely have a powwow near you somewhere. We actually uh, posted a map recently showing we we cover the almost the entire United States and all of Canada too with powwows. So find one near you and check them out this summer. And want to give a special thank you and shout out to all the members of Powwow Nation. Our supporters at Powwow Nation help bring content like this podcast to life. Without their support, we couldn't do it. So if you want to join, head on over to www.powwownation.com. We'd love to have you join our community. And I want to hear from you. Let me know what powwows you're going to this summer. What are you excited about? I just recently was able to finish our reservations for Gathering of Nations, taking my daughter for the first time out to Albuquerque. So really looking forward to that. Uh, She's been to, of course, been to lots of powwows with me, but never, of course, one that size. Um, there isn't one of that size, but she hasn't been, you know, off the East Coast to a powwow. So really looking forward to taking her to that. Um, we've got our hotel and airplanes all booked and we are ready to go. And if you're at gathering, of course, stop by and see me. I'll be up on the on the stage streaming it. Please stop by and say, hey. But yeah, let me know where you're heading. I want to I want to find out what you're really excited about, where you're going, uh, how many you plan on hitting this summer? Send us an email or post in the comments. You can always email us at webmaster at powwows.com. Look forward to hearing from you. And now, 
Here's our interview with Norma Baker Flying Horse. Thanks, everyone. Hello again, everybody. Thanks for listening again this week to our Powell Life show. Back from Paris, France, our guest this week is Norma Baker Flying Horse. She is the designer behind the dresses and designs you've seen from on the Redberry Woman website. You've <clears throat> seen her designs on the Oscars, the red carpet for the Grammys, and all over Powell Country. Norma, thanks so much for being here. Yes, thank you for having me. Oh man, it's been it's been great following you the last couple of weeks as you uh, had your show in Paris. That was amazing to watch. How how was Paris? Oh, amazing is just the only word I can use to describe it. Um, well, just the city itself, getting to experience that, being um, there and seeing the culture and the history, it was phenomenal. And then to get to do that um, with the show, um, with my designs, was I can't even express it how how utterly um, fantastic it really was. Uh, congratulations, that's really really awesome. Uh, well, let's back up a little bit and tell us a little bit about you know um, where you're from and uh, kind of how you got started in design. Right. Oh, okay. Um, well, I hail from the Fort Berthold Indian Reservation, which is home to the Mandan Hidatsa Arikara people. I do belong to the Hidatsa people. I'm an enrolled member here, um, but I'm also a member of the Dakota Sioux tribe as well as the Assiniboine tribe. Um, so I guess for fashion, my background, well, being that I loved it ever since I was a little girl, <laughs> I think I was just kind of destined to do something in fashion. Um, but where the two worlds kind of met with the native fashion was um, my background is, is very um uh, I have a lot of cultural um, activities that go on in my life, um, powwows and ceremony and, and whatnot. So um, I was raised in a very um, cultural family. Um, I belong to uh, Norman Baker as my grandfather. He was an uh, original member of the Mandarin Singers, um, who are well-known throughout the powwow circuit. So um, I'm actually named after him. So uh, I grew up just dancing and listening to singing and and. and um, partaking in different um, types of events that really gave me that sense of groundness in Native culture. Um, and so once I got older and I started getting into the more professional world and into my um, professional careers, working in the tribal court system and then and now into politics, the tribal politics, um, fashion kind of came into play where um, I bridged the two, I guess, um, I had a lot of people that wanted to represent who they were, including myself, um, in the arena where it wasn't always powwow, um, it wasn't always dancing, it was sometimes in um, meetings and it was sometimes in, you know, in, in settings where um, it was an honor for them to speak um, on different topics, you know, concerning our government and whatnot. So um, it, where it kind of all stemmed from was that I... I was trying to find something that would represent us where we, you know, weren't wearing our full regalia, but we were still, you know, representational of where we came from. Um, so you have like the design work on the men's shirts and, and, you know, the ribbon skirts. Um, of course I, I did not make the ribbon skirt, the, the, I do have to give credit to, um, Lauren Goodday. Um, she was one of the very first ladies I had seen wear the ribbon skirt in a setting where it, it, it was I believe she was um, on travel. So um, it was really neat to see that. Um, and of course, through the years, I've seen people kind of make that their own. Um, so 
for me, where it kind of took off was um, Miss Indian World, Cheyenne Brady, mm-hmm. a few years back, had called me up and said, you know, I really, I need dresses that, you know, I can wear in these, in, in places where it's not, you know, it's, you know, I'd, I'd rather not wear my full buckskin, you know, sometimes I'd like to just be able to, you know, wear something that's a little easier to, to wear during these events. And so we started out making her these ribbon dresses. And then, of course, um, I decided to make design, put designs on them and then, of course, cater them to different events she was doing. So and then eventually it got, came to the point where um, uh, I had people calling me and saying, you know, I really like that design on her dress. You think you could put that on this dress? And, <laughs> and so it just it kind of took off from there. So that's kind of where my my fashion background started. And then I began to be um, fashion shows. I started getting invited to show my design work um, on the runway. Um, so I, I did do a lot of um, indigenous fashion shows um, starting out. And my first runway show that I did that was um, international was the Vancouver Fashion Week um, last year. Right. So that consisted of designers from all across the, the globe. And they were displaying their fashions, you know, and, and it was just amazing to be there and to, to show what I had. And of course I had, I, I've never gone to school for any, you know, fashion design or whatnot. Of course I've always wanted to, but of course it, it, it just never played out for me. So um, it was one of those things where I was just jump in and do it and, and learn as I go. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's the best way, right? It really is. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I remember Cheyenne wearing some of those dresses. Uh, a good place mm-hmm. to start is Miss Indian World. Uh, and definitely everybody get to, oh. got to see them. Yeah. Um, right. And she's such, she was such a fabulous ambassador. For oh, us. she was. So yeah. I was. That was such an honor to be able to say that I had, you know, she was wearing my gowns. Yeah. And so um, you know, early on, are, are you sewing all of these yourself? And, you know, I, I imagine you sitting in the house you know, with the sewing machine. Um I guess now yeah. you you got more than more than just yourself though, right? Um, I I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, one, I, it is just myself. Um, uh, it's I'm I think I'm one of these people who if I'm not doing it myself, I, I get really um, it's hard for me to tell people how to do things and then and then watch them do it without me taking it apart and then doing it the way I want it to be done. <laughs> so and it's not to. Not to say anything about anyone's ability to sew. It's just um, I think I'm one of those people that I'm really hands-on with every single piece. Um, and so um, it is just me right now. Uh, I do have three daughters who are all adult daughters. And, and when I can, I wrangle them in to do you know some of the prep work and some of the odds and ends. And so they're really helpful. And so I think um, <clears throat> if it weren't for them, I, I probably wouldn't <laughs> make a lot of my deadlines. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it is just me in my home here on Fort Berthold Indian Reservation. There's, um, me and my sewing machine. So, um, and, then, and even at that, the sewing machine isn't that fancy. So I think a lot, I think I really kind of, um, blow people's mind when I tell them I don't have a factory of people and I, and I'm not using high tech machines. It's just me and my machine from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not a seamstress either, but I have uh, done some of my ribbon work suits, and uh, right. my mom gave me uh, this really fancy sewing machine one time. And I couldn't use it. I was like, I got to go back to this right. you know, cheap one I bought at the thrift store. Um, <laughs> yeah. That is true. I had an aunt borrow me a machine one time, and I think I 
I ended up going to Walmart. I was in Phoenix at the time. I said, I need to borrow your machine. And her machine was so fancy. And I think I spent at least three hours trying to figure out how to thread it. So yeah, I was like, yeah. I, we got to go to Walmart. <laughs> Can I get a machine? Yeah, just a simple machine. I just need to draw so a straight line. That's all I need. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> now, your, your dresses, like I said earlier, have been seen in some pretty prominent places, um, including the Oscars. How did that come about? Yes. Well, I'm, I actually have a, a good friend, um, Natalie, um, out of Standing Rock. Her daughter is Alice Brown Otter. Um, and Natalie had called me up and said, you know, um, Na- um, my daughter's been invited to the Oscars. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what a wonderful thing. And um, this was, you know, not too long after the um, the um, events in Standing Rock that had taken place with the No Dapple movement and so um natalie's daughter alice was a very very instrumental and one of the more outspoken youth in that movement she had ran from the standing rock sioux reservation all the way to the doorsteps of the um uh army corps of engineers in washington so in 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 protest of the of the dapple um pipeline so um she was she was just she's an amazing young woman and for her mother to call me and say, you know what, she's going to the Oscars. We'd really love for her to wear one of your gowns. I think I would have, had I not had something on hand, I think I would have spent the whole night. Because, of course, she called me uh, like two days before the event. And um, she's like, you know, we need a dress. And we're Powell people. Natalie's Powell people. Her, her children all dance. My children all dance. And, and, and two days is like, that's plenty of time. <laughs> something together so um fortunately i had a dress which was ironically very perfect for her event because um she was being asked to go on stage with andre day and common during the um stand for something performance right um there she was joining nine other activists who in their right had stood up for different movements across you know the globe and um she was asked to wear black of course in you know in symbol of the Me Too event. Um, so my the dress that I had on hand was a dentilium corset. The top is completely dentilium. Um, and the bottom, of course, is a um, kind of a ruching rosette type of skirt. And, it, and it's black. And so, and it fit her perfectly, which I, I don't know if that was a sign or I, what, how it came to be, but she, it, it just, it just, everything fell into place. And so she had taken the dress and she um, went to the Oscars. Now, at the time, it was um, it was kind of crazy because she had told me she's going to the Oscars. But of course, I don't know if um, Natalie had if she if she knew that she was actually going to be on the Oscars because she didn't tell me that part, or if she wasn't allowed to tell me that part. So of course, I'm sitting at home during Oscar night and I'm watching the red pre red carpet stuff, hoping to catch a glimpse of the dress. Like, oh, I hope she walks by a camera or something, you know, and I get to see it. And I was so excited. I was watching intently. And, and of course, I didn't see her. And so I thought, oh, man, hopefully she got some pictures, you know. And so I'm continuing to watch the actual show. And Andre Day comes up and um, I'm watching it. And boom, there's Alice. She's on stage. <laughs> they, they, they put spotlight <laughs> on her. And I'm just, I, tears came to my eyes it, it, for so many reasons. I mean, as a fashion designer, and of course, you know, a lot of the ultimate goals is to have your designs out there in, in places where of course the masses can see and can, you know, enjoy them. And so, um, and then the other part of it was, was that um, it was being worn 
for a reason that was, um, I, I can't even explain how, how truly tremendous that was to an honor and such an honoring to have Alice wearing something that I had made for an event that meant so much. They were speaking about movements, not just among the Native Americans, but among um, globally, you know, with people um, worldwide. And, and to have some little part of that, you know, was just uh, phenomenal. And I, and I'm forever indebted to her. I mean, that for her to wear my dress was, she, I don't even think she understands how, how much that has changed the course of, of what I do in Native fashion. And then I'm forever thankful to that young lady. So, uh, That's awesome. That was really cool to see. I remember watching that, too. That, that, was, uh, that was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a great way to honor yeah. all those youth. Um, that, was, that was pretty neat. Um, and now yeah. recently, you did a, a dress, a really stunning dress for Corinne, uh, who, uh, mm-hmm. who writes for powwows.com and, and went – with a young spirit to the Grammys, um, mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that dress was, it was really eye catching. What was, the, <clears throat> what was your thoughts about the design there? Um, well, I, I, I watched the Grammys since I was a young, young lady. And of course I've watched them not for the music, but for the fashions. And, um, of course, Grammys have always been, you know, um, to me, um, classy yet. They have their, a lot of people who walk the red carpet have their own sense of like, just, um, personality to to what they wear, you know, and they represent either, you know, uh, something in their background or they themselves, you know, it just, so I know with Corinne, I, she, she had messaged me. She's been one of my, my supporters for a long time now. And she messaged me and she says, you know, I just got invited to the Grammys. And of course, you know, the first person I thought of, and I, I just, that was so fabulous to hear. And um, she says, I, you know, I need a dress. And so of course she's, a gorgeous uh, woman to begin with. I mean, it wasn't hard to put, you know, to put something together for her. She, anything you put on her, she just looks <laughs> fabulous. So um, it wasn't a lot of work. So to find something that just worked for her. So um, I took some time to kind of look over some of the Grammy fashions. And then at the same time, her fashion too, I, I looked through what she is normally used to wearing and, and what she's confident in. Um, and I just went from there. So, and, and I, I just developed the dress that she had, the mermaid style dress that she had wore for the Grammy. So, and it, and it fit her so perfectly. She just looked fantastic. I, I couldn't have been more happy with that design. Yeah. It, the um, pictures she posted were amazing. Uh, loved oh. it. Yeah. It just, it was incredible. Um, and, you know, I think that was really cool. And you, and you mentioned this earlier, you know, people wanting to, to show a bit of their, their culture in other settings. Uh, and I think it was really cool how Corinne did that because um, she had you know mm-hmm. earrings and moccasins and, and of course your dress right. and lots of different right. pieces um, so right. that was a really neat way to to, to bring all of that together and, and to highlight some really great right. artists um, oh she really did she I mean and that was that that's what I just love about her is that she's she's totally about the movement no matter where you know and, and she's totally about supporting native and indigenous people you know no matter where we come from and she knows the importance of having these things on these types of runways that, you know, that it's, it, it's more than just having a dress on the runway, you know, that dress symbolizes a lot of, a lot of things. So, and that, and those earrings, those beaded earrings, that beadwork, it came from somewhere and that, that culture that came, went, was put into that design, you know, and the moccasins as well. So, I mean, I just, I could not be happier with having her as a representative for so many of us um, indigenous artists. 
yeah, she's re she's really great um, on social media, really raising awareness for uh, artists and issues. And um, we're we're, oh, we're excited definitely. to have her as part of our team too. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right, so let's. I want to talk a little bit more about this the the Paris trip because that was um, it just blew me away that 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 uh, you know a native artist would get to to go to Paris. You know, I'm not in fashion, but mm -hmm. you know, I think everybody knows that Paris is a Paris show is kind of the height of of fashion. Um, so tell us more about, I mean, how many dresses did you have there? Um, you know, what all went into this? Well, I can't, I, well, I think I should start where, how I even became part of the show that I was in. Um, and just to clarify, there was an indigenous show that was held at the Eiffel Tower, but I was not part of that show. Um, I did attend it, but I was not part of it. Um, the show that I was a part of, it actually is a company um, called Fashion Week Studio. Um, and you have to be an, an invited designer um, to be part of their show um, because it is a private show that is held to industry and to just certain people um, only. So within the fashion, you know, industry. So, um, so it was, it was really an honor to get um, a message from their company saying, you know, we, we see your designs and we've seen the things you're doing. We love it. Would you be willing to come to Paris and showcase your work? Um, so to get that invite was just phenomenal. And once I had gotten over the shock of that, I, I realized I had to actually make things to go <laughs> on the runway. And then, and then it went to panic. <laughs> so, um, because that was another thing too, that I, again, I think, a lot of people think that I, I, I have a full shop, a full worker, you know, work, working factory. And, and I don't, you know, this, it's just me. What you're getting is me. Um, so that was kind of surprising, I think, to the, to the company that had requested too, that I had been producing so much on my own. Um, so uh, with that invite, we went forward. Um, I did a lot of fundraising and um, I had people donating to my um, my trip left and right, and I, I cannot express the amount of gratitude that I have to so many people who believe so much in me and who just, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Paris, and they're like, what? You know, so, of course, you know, even if it was, you know, $10 or, you know, I, I had people, you know, donating large amounts. I mean, it, it, every dollar that anyone gave me, it, it all meant so much, so that's that because with every do donated dollar, um, you know, people were saying, we believe in you. We want it. We want to see you do well. And that just, like I have always said that I am, I would never be here without my people. And, and they're truly who I, who I represent no matter where I am, what I'm doing. So, I mean, to have them backing me that way is just phenomenal. So with that, I went forward fundraising and, and I began to, um, work on 10 looks. I had 10 designs that walked the runway. And of course, it's really hard to, you know, you want to do so much to represent so much of what you do yourself and then what our culture is. There's so much you want to share. I, I get to the point where it's like, where do you begin? You know, so um, 10 looks, is it sounds like a lot, but once you get going with it, you know, you're limited to what exactly you want to put on that runway. Um, so I created the 10 looks um, I tried to incorporate a little bit of from each one of my tribes um, and using a lot of the aesthetics that I use in um, like my Powell, my Powell work, my, um, my dance regalia and whatnot. Cause I myself dance jingle. Um, my husband, my children all dance and, and 
they all make their own outfits now. And, and, and one time I was making their outfits for them, which was a lot of work. <laughs> so, um, so I tried to incorporate a little bit of everything as much as I could. Smoke hides, um, buckskin, um, the thread work that we do, like design work. <clears throat> of course, for myself, I'm a little bit more known for the um, uh, ledger artwork that I put. And you, you've seen some of that on um, Corinne's dress mm-hmm. for the Grammys. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, things like that, the dentilium shells that a lot of the, you know, my suicide were we use a lot of that in, in our in our outfits and and I think a lot of people just use it all together now because it's kind of a popular um, it's a popular thing to put on in an on a dance outfit. So <clears throat> a lo- everything that I had put into the gowns had some type of cultural story to it, um, and I tried to ensure that and tried to represent my people as best I could. Um, without going over the top, I guess you could say, you know, still staying mindful that I was showing among, you know, fashion designers who have been doing this for quite some time. Um, and that was intimidating in itself, um, that to be on the runway with people who were there with teams of people. And my, and I was there with, um, my friend, <laughs> with one friend, uh, who <laughs> does my photography. So I, I walk in and they're like, uh, is that, where's all your people? <laughs> like nope it's me <laughs> so um so yeah those 10 looks really meant a lot and, and, they, and they put i put a lot of um what i what i thought would represent um represent our people very well hopefully so uh, yeah the the pictures i've seen i think you did a great job of, of bringing all that together um and, and who were your models for that um, the models were actually selected by the organization. They do their own um, model calls and whatnot, and they do their own um, choosing of their models. And these are all paid models who have walked the runway for the bigger industries like Dior and Chanel. And um, so it, that itself, too, was um, pretty pretty amazing to be able to dress these models who have been in this industry. And, and, and they've seen fashion at its peak. You know, they've seen, they've seen a lot of fashion and walk for a lot of fashion. So to be able to dress such professional young ladies was, that was amazing. So they were all very gorgeous, gorgeous ladies. And you said this was a, an industry show. So uh, what was the reaction from, you know, some of these industry insiders? Um, what I've been getting, um, the feedback I've been getting is just fantastic. I mean, I, I've, I've been watching through uh, Instagram. A lot of people have reached out to me on, reached out to me on social media and through email and through my website um, and I've got a few more interviews lined up and, and whatnot. And, and actually I've been invited back to Paris in September. Awesome. So, <laughs> so I'm not quite sure if I'll be able to pull that one off, but we'll <laughs> see. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's been great. I think, um, what I brought to the runway for a lot of people, what, what I, what's been expressed to me is that they, um, get, the stereotypes of Native Americans is, is very strong, you know, um, and, and to have someone come and <clears throat> present as a Native American woman and as, you know, and to, and to showcase the, the, the designs that come from our cultural backgrounds, I think that made my designs look a little more intriguing for people to watch. Um, so that was, that wasn't, that was, that really touched me that a lot of people re- reached out to me before the show and were saying, I'm here to watch your, your line. Like this is, I heard about your stuff and I've seen you on Instagram and I follow you and, and, and it's, it just blows me away. I still, I, it doesn't, I can't get used to it. <laughs> so I have over 12,000 followers on Instagram and, and 
my gosh. I, and I know that's probably not a number compared to a lot of people, but I mean, for me, that was like, I, I just, blows my mind that so many people are interested in seeing what I'm doing and so the feedback I was getting after the show was great I mean it's just and to be invited back and and to Paris I mean just I think for me says that I did what I meant to do what I sought out to do at the beginning so that's great and you know I hadn't thought about um the you know what other people would think seeing designs um because I know so many people have in their head what a native should look like, you know, whether it's with a, a, the bonnet or a, the, the bustle, you mm-hmm. know, there there are some, I think, images that people mm-hmm. have, um, and yours mm-hmm. definitely uh, break that mold, but still represent the right. culture well. So that's that, that's really cool that um, you got that feedback and people actually connected with that. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I myself, I mean, I I don't portray the typical what what people stereotypically think of us, which is you know the Pocahontas look. And yeah. I think I, I and I try to educate as many people as I can. You know, I try to give them resources and let them know. You know, we don't we don't. That's not what we all look like. And you know, I'm more fair skinned than anything. You know, um, so when they see me, they're like, "You're Native American, really? Like, you know, like how is this possible? You know, so because you don't look like." the Disney cartoon, you know, so that it's kind of crazy that in this day and age, we still have to break those stereotypes and those, you know, those barriers for ourselves. But, you know, we have so many people out there that are doing so. And and I just, I'm honored to be a part of that, you know. That's great. Um, So what's next for the, the Redberry woman line where we're, you know, besides being invited back to Paris, where are we heading next? Well, um, Right now, I'm in the process of, of a few investors. Um, so I, I'm actually currently still working as um, a government affairs um, official for the one of my tribal council for Councilwoman V. Judy Brew. Um, so and so I from eight to four thirty, I'm I'm actually on the clock as <laughs> as the tribal worker for her department. So um, I've been working in with the tribal council now for quite some time and. Um, and I love it. I love the work working with the people and I love, you know, getting to see, you know, how our government is working and behind the scenes and, and just how those decisions are made. And, and so it's, it's amazing. And it's, and it's inspirational, I think for me, um, because of course it, it gives me that momentum to go out there. And when I'm presenting my designs to, to know what exactly I'm talking about, because I, I work within the government, I, I see how things are affecting our people, you know, so I have that passion to get our awareness out there that we are still here. We're still strong. We're still alive. We're not gone. And believe it or not, there are people that really do believe that the Native Americans are an extinct, extinct population. Oh, yeah. That just blows my mind. So um, so right now I'm still I'm working um, for my tribal government. And um, <clears throat> it's been just kind of setting up myself as far as, you know, because once Judy is done with her term, um, I believe that. Um, for me, everything's going to be going full force. Of course, that might even be before her term if I can't keep up with it. So, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see a little more pro- um, production. And, and of course, with the investors, I'll be able to, you know, expand as far as my workforce and whatnot. So just a, a lot of options and which way to go, because of course, I'm, I'm not based in a city. I'm not, I'm not in California or I'm not in these areas where, you know, it's, it's a little easier to have a business, I believe. It mm-hmm. just, it, it, you know, as far as being able to get your textiles and being able to, you know, find people who are working, 
who can work for you. Um, I'm in an area, I'm in a rural area where, you know, I have to drive at least an hour and a half to get even, you know, simple fabric. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's, it, things are not readily available to me. Um, so it, 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 I have challenges in trying to maintain this business, um, on the reservation, on my home. I, I really don't want to leave my home. I want to be here among my people. And, and so I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. And I have a lot of people who are assisting me in that, trying to figure out what's the best um, approach to continue Redberry Woman, whether it be an online and, you know, online business or whether it be, you know, a shop or whatnot. So <clears throat> a lot of different options, which I'm blessed to have. Um, but it's just overcoming those little um little things with little um, hurdles that, that make it a little more difficult to run smoothly, like that I would like to be. So, Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's really great to hear. Um, I think so many people, um, you know, they see you online and uh, same thing with, with palace.com um, with the amount of followers and, and um, you know, seeing your designs on the Oscars and think that, you know, well, you know, must be a hundred people working there and uh, it's all easy. And uh, this is their full-time job. And, you know, in a lot of cases, uh, entrepreneurs, this is a side job. It's a side hustle. Um, working two or three jobs is sometimes um, to, to make your, your passion go. So it's, it's a, uh, cause I'm working a day job too. Um, so it's good to hear that. Right. And I think that's a, you know, important for people to hear that uh, you can still, develop your your if you have a dream for a business or, or an idea you can still develop it um while still doing other things so it, it's okay to do that and have that side side right gig. that's right a, right that's great yeah and, and, and for me it's, it's a little more too as that as that you know i have a lot of passions um besides fashion and then like i said working with my tribal government and watching how they do things and, and being able to see history made almost every day mm. you know and it just it's really something it's hard to walk away from. I have to say that, you know, so, cause I, I do have a lot of um, passion as far as, you know, seeing my people progress. So, and, and to be there alongside, and it's such an honor to have um, councilwoman brew bring me on and, and have so much faith in me, you know, and she supports of course my fashion and she's been one of my biggest supporters, you know, through the, through me getting, you know, getting to where I'm at. So, I mean, it's, I just, like I said, I, I cannot stop saying thank you. And I just can't stop, you know, expressing that gratitude. And I feel working with her, um, I, I, I hope in some sense that is me, you know, giving back to everything that she's done for me. So. Uh, that's, that's great to have that kind of support system. And, uh, you know, it's interesting to hear the challenges too, of, of living on the res and, and trying to make that work. I, I think, um, it's a challenge a lot of people face, so it's good to hear that your community is behind you and helping you overcome that. Yes. So yeah. for other people out there that's thinking about starting a business or, you know, looking at, uh, at hitting, you know, becoming an entrepreneur or whatever, what kind of business advice have you learned that, that you would you'd pass on to them? Um, I don't know if I necessarily have business advice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably... Um, the least savvy at business. Um, I've just been fortunate to have people in my corner who um, have business backgrounds, um, business backgrounds who they themselves have own a business or, you know, have some type of sense of like, I guess, legal, you know, even in the legal professions, I've had a lot of people in my corner that are constantly giving me advice or constantly, you know, 
kind of gearing me towards the right direction, I say, and where I've gotten to today. So um, I guess the only advice I can really give people is to try to, and I know it might sound cliche, but keep an open mind. I mean, I, I, when I first started, I really didn't see myself as a business. Um, I just was making dresses for people who like to wear dresses, you know, and, um, and now I have people calling me a business. And so it just, it, it's that whole mindset of, you know, oh, that could never happen. That's not, you know, that's, that's so unattainable. You know, um, I had a lot of that mentality and, and I just really advise people don't, don't limit yourself. You know, anything is possible. And I know that sounds, you know, another cliche thing, all these cliche things I have, <laughs> I'm totally living them today. <laughs> so, cause it is, I mean, anything is possible and, and, and to have that drive and have that, you know, to, don't, you know, you're going to face a lot of challenges and you're going to face a lot of people who are going to say, oh, that's impossible, you know, and it, and that's a given, I think, you know, so with anybody who wants to start up a business, but if you want something bad enough, you know, you just, you got to keep reaching out and, 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 and really utilize the people around you. Don't be afraid to even make friends with people or reach out to people, you know, um, I've had so many people that have reached out to me, um, that in some way down the road in, in, in my past, you know, they've, they've benefit, I, I've benefited from knowing them. I mean, even if it was a simple, um, word of advice, you know, so, I mean, I, I really truly believe everybody comes into your life for a reason. So, and, and just, you know, don't, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to reach out to people. Don't be afraid to be who you are. You know, I mean, it just, uh, for me, a lot of the challenge, like I said, I'm not the typical looking Native American, but you get me talking and you're going to find <laughs> out I'm straight from the res. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's just, we really have to be proud of who we are, where we come from, no matter what that is, you know, and and if you want something bad enough, you know, to just really, I mean, I, I don't know how else to advise people as far as, you know, just, I wish I could give them business advice but as far as business advice i i'm probably not that person <laughs> um because i still i still really rely on the people that that i know around me and and i thank god that you know i i have a lot of good people who are kind of helping me through this whole thing and 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 making the most of what I've, the talent that i've been given so and I, I feel really truly blessed for that well i think that that is advice in itself to make sure you surround yourself with good people and and you don't have to do everything yourself. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. There's there's people out there that do things better than than you do, and and sometimes it's uh it's better to hire them or to ask for help than uh, trying to learn it yourself. Right. So I think you know I think that is good <clears throat> advice in itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to do everything. Like business, right. Like my business proposal. I I know I can't write a business proposal. I'm gonna I'll be the first person to tell you that. Um, <laughs> but my girlfriend who has a master's in business can, and of course I pulled the, the girlfriend card on her. <laughs> I'm hoping to make enough to pay her someday. Um, she's done so much for me. So, but I mean, yeah, so there's people out there. We all have our talent. We all, I mean, she's phenomenal at what she does. And then, and, and, you know, that's, there's so many people that are phenomenal at what they do. Reach out and, you know, bring those people in, put them to work. And, you know, I mean, like, so it's just, this, yeah, I, it, anything is possible if you're, if you're really wanting it bad enough. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Oh, well, uh, it's really been fun watching you and uh, seeing your, your designs uh, spread. Uh, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. And I hope um, I can't wait to see where, where they go next and, and what you're going to come up with next. Um, and eventually I'm going to have to get you to design, so, design a shirt for me. Um, 
Yeah. We'll have to talk about that later. But yeah, I definitely want to want to get some <laughs> some of your work. <laughs> well, again, thanks yeah, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate the support. That's it for another episode of Powwow Life. Thanks again to Norma for being on the show. Be sure to go to the show notes to see her dresses and to enter to win copies of our three Powwow coloring books. www.powwow.com slash powwowlife21 Music from today's show was from The Boys. Be sure to go and check out their songs wherever you get your music. iTunes, Amazon, wherever you download your music. Be sure to go check out The Boys. They've got some great stuff. And while you're there, give us a rate in iTunes if you can. Let us know what you like about the show what it, and what future interviews you want to hear. We would love to hear from you. Webmaster at powwows.com. As always, I'm your host, Paul Gowder. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you down the trail. Good luck. Here's this week's trivia question. You can head over to powwowlife.com to fill out the form and submit your answer. All the right answers are entered into a drawing for a 10-sticker powwows.com sticker pack. Here's the question. This year, we are celebrating a big milestone. We have been live streaming for a number of years. So tell me, what year was the first year we streamed and what was the first powwow we streamed? If you've been listening or following our content, you should be able to find it. Good luck. Powwowlife.com to submit your answer. What was the first powwow and what year did we first live stream? Good luck and thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week.